It's the 2006 Luxembourg Comedy Symposium! Police, we've got you surrounded. Come out with your hands up. No! Look, son, this isn't helping. There's no way out of this other than for you to surrender. What would I surrender? I've got hostages. Shit. Why are your demands? What do you mean? Well, you've got hostages. Surely you want to use them for bargaining. Oh. I don't thought of that. Thanks! Shit. What do you want? I want 20 million jars of strawberry jam. What? Why? I like jam. You're supposed to ask for something useful to you, like money, or you know, a getaway car. Oh, uh, uh, shit. Uh, that makes more sense. I didn't know that. Uh, I'll have to have a think, thanks. Shit. Okay, I'm ready to make more demands. What are they? I don't want to be arrested or go to prison. You can't ask for that. Why not? It's practical, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you just can't ask for that. Well, technically, I ain't done anything. I haven't said I've got a gun. I've not hurt anyone. For you know, we're just some people in a room. Have you got a gun? I'm not going to tell you unless you promise not to arrest me. I can't do that. Well, then I guess you're going to be here for a while. Fine. I promise not to arrest you. I want it in writing. Okay, you can have it in writing. So are you coming out now? Yeah, I'll come out. So you didn't have a gun? Nope. That's because I'm not the hostage taker. He's across the road in that building. Hello? I should arrest you for wasting police time. Well, you should have thought of that before you wrote that there piece of paper, you prenit, shouldn't you? Ta-ra! Alright, Gary, I haven't seen you in a while. Well, I've been on the road a lot recently. Company's got a few more contracts and they've had me out and about, you know. So, things are turning around then? Yeah, slowly. Thing is, I've got to be out on the road again tomorrow. Oh yeah? Where you got to go? KCL in Newport. What are you going to do? Take the A422 across the M5, then down to Bristol and across the M4? Nah, there's no works on the M4 at the minute. So what I was thinking was taking the A422, then the M5, down to 15, and then got in the M48. Right. If there's roadworks on the M4, you can bet it'll be congested on the old 48. What you can do is take the A422 across the M5, down to 8, then take the M50, get off at the A40 at Junction 4, just outside ross on y till the A449, take that down to Newport. Yeah, yeah, I could do, I could do. I mean, if I'm going down that route, why not take the old A422 across the M5, 
right down to Gloucester, Junction 11, get on the A48, along the coast, lovely, through Chepstow, take you all the way to Newport. It will indeed, but you could get caught up in the people wanting to get off of the M48. What you could do is take the A422 across the M5, take that all the way to Gloucester, then get on the A40 there, then take the A4136 through the Forest of Dean, then get back on the A40, take that till you get to the A449, then jump onto the A455, that'll get you to KCL, no worries. Right. What I could do is get the A422 and then get off at the B4090, head to Droitwich, a Droitwich get A38, then get on the A4103, heading for Hereford. Once Hereford, briefly get on the A49 before immediately coming off the A465, which I'll take to Abergavenny. Then I'll take the A4042 through Lenova, through Croyd de Pede, and into Pontypool till I get to Newport. Right! Gary Strucker. Hello, boss. They moved it to Thursday? Okay. So I'll come in the office tomorrow, yeah? Okay, bye boss. Not going tomorrow? Nah. Ah, Mr Field, come in and sit down. And what can I do for you this morning? Well, I uh, uh, recently went on holiday to Eastern Europe and I've... um, Ever since I've got back, I've just been feeling a bit run down. I've not really been eating or sleeping much either, so I thought I'd better come and get checked out. Right then. Well, let's have a look at you. Open wide. Hmm. Whereabouts in Europe did you go? First I I went to Bulgaria, then I went to uh, Romania. I've been thinking of buying property there. Yes, been thinking of that myself. Marvellous opportunities to be had. Hmm. Interesting. Have you found bright light uncomfortable recently? Uh, a, a little more, perhaps. Breathe in. <gasps> now breathe out. <sighs> breathe in again. <gasps> and out. <sighs> hmm. Is there anything wrong, Doctor? Well, Mr. Field, it's my considered opinion that you've become a vampire. A vampire? We'll have to run more tests, of course, but I believe it to be a strong possibility. Have you craved blood at all recently? Not as such. I I have begun to take my steaks rarer than normal. Mm, I see. Any instances of turning into a bat at all? No. Well, it does say symptoms may include. Is it serious? Can it be treated? It's relatively serious. Technically, you're no longer alive, but one of the undead hordes. As for a cure, they are quite arcane and would involve your death. I see. Um, what tests do I need to, you know, be certain? Right, uh, if you'd like to get up and look in that mirror over there. Any reflection? No. Turn to face the crucifix. Yes, it's definitely vampirism. But don't worry, it doesn't carry the stigma it used to. I have this leaflet for you, which should help. There's also a support group that you may find helpful. They meet on Tuesdays at 8pm in the town hall. It had to be moved from the church hall, as nobody went there for obvious reasons. Right. Uh, Okay. I'll also write to mental health services in order to try and get you to see a counsellor to help cope with the change in your life. I see. For now, I try and stay out of the sun completely if possible, get plenty of rest and remove any sharp wooden objects, crucifixes and any garlic that you may have lying around to be on the safe side. Now, if the symptoms do get any worse, come back in and I'll see what I can do to help. Uh, Okay. Thank you, Doctor. Bye. Right. Next! Ah, Mr. D'Souza. Is that cough still bothering you? (coughs) 
Please have a seat, Mr. Jackson. Thank you. Right, let's have a look at your forms. Um, occupation? I'm a professional killer. Professional killer, eh? I would have thought there'd be plenty of call for that. Yeah, you think so? But lately the work's dropped off a bit since 9-11, so I'm having to sign on to get me through this sticky patch. Okay, well, let's have a look and see if there's anything on the system for you. Uh, nothing for a professional killer. Have you ever thought of being a gangmaster? Some other area of organised crime? What about terrorism? It's not really for me. I'm not really used to working with lots of people or being in charge. It's why I chose professional killing. I'm a lone wolf. You know, be your own boss. Set me own hours. Sounds nice. Well, it beats stacking shelves, doesn't it? Well, we'll get this processed and you should hear in a day or two about payment. Oh, that's great. You must let us know if you do any work in the meantime. I will. Don't you worry. Remember, Mr Jackson, we know where you live. And now on the Luxembourg Comedy Symposium, the news! Good evening. We're here at the Adams Institute of Mammalian Research to talk to Dr. Hector Simons, who is Head of Linguistics, about a very special ape. Hello, Dr. Simons. Hello. So, what have you been doing with... Marlowe. Yes. Um, what does your work involve? Well, as I'm sure your listeners will be aware, gorillas are very close relatives of ours. So we've been working closely with Marlowe to try and establish how closely our language centres are related. In essence, could we communicate on the same level of understanding as you might with a television celebrity, a footballer, or a politician? I see. So what does that entail? Obviously, Marlowe's voice did not have the capability to vocalise complex sounds such as words, so we have attempted to find other ways to communicate using a verbal language. Why not use sign language? The works of Doctors Ross and Elliot and their ape Amy have been widely discredited due to field tests in the Congo. So, what have you been using instead? Well, we've been using a computer with a speech synthesizer and teaching Marlowe to type. We can show you if you like. Oh, excellent. Marlowe! Go to the computer. Say something, Marlowe. Meet banana. Meet banana now. Stop messing about, Marlowe. Remember what we talked about earlier. What you thought of the intelligent design theory. Oh, ah, 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 ah. You've got to believe me. He wouldn't shut up earlier. Banana, 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 banana. And there we have it. Further proof that you can teach a gorilla to talk, but you can't make it think. Banana, 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 banana. The machine works! I made it! Oh my god! But I am in the right time. I'd better find out. You there! Hello! What year is this? It's 2087, mate. Oh, thank god! It's the right time! Now tell me, is the machine's headquarters nearby? What? The machines! 
The ones that have enslaved the populace to make them do their bidding. Sorry, pal, you lost me. You know, X-Corps. The big robots. The ones that have taken over the world. Kevin Henderson, the, the guy who runs it, he was born 40 years ago. He designed this X-chip that created a cybernetic organism that took over the world. You must remember, it happened six years ago. Are you alright? Look, robots don't run the Earth. Everything is fine. The polar ice caps grew back. We've evolved past war, poverty and famine. Life is a bevy of self-expression. I'm off some weekly orders, yeah, actually, so if you don't mind, I'm running late. But, but, this man, he, he came from 2087. He came to my time and he said I had to destroy X-Corp. He slept with my mother and, you know, I was born. And my mother used to tell me that I was the saviour. Uh, and then, you know, my father disappeared so he could set more things in motion. My mother used to tell me these stories every day. Sorry, mate. Looks like you've been done. Tell you what, you can come to the orgy if you like. Or if you need to calm down, there's a morphinarium. So, everything's really okay. My, my life. My life is a lie. <laughs> Looks that way, pal. But you did time travel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I suppose it is. Can you get back to your own time? No. It was a, it was a one-way mission. I, um, I didn't expect to come back. Shit. Yeah. Aren't you going to miss your family and stuff? Well, that's the funny thing. You know, when you're trying to save the world, it takes up most of your time. There's not a lot left for, you know, women and friends and family. I only had my mum and she died a while back, running guns. So, you know, it's not like I've got anything to go back to. Do you... Do you still have tea? Yeah. What about Mars bars? Yeah. Football. Do people yeah. still play football? Yeah. How's Spurs doing? What do you reckon? Where are we going? Christ, we're completely lost. We're going left or right. How fresh should I take this corner? We're falling behind. Um, I think you want to go left. No, actually, go right. It's not a 90 degree turn. It's one of those between 90 and 180. I'll choose the thing. Can you have a K right as well as anything? Okay, okay! Um, try second. <laughs> Maybe it should have been third. That's why my handwriting's getting worse than that. For God's sake, will you just read out instructions? Well, if you're gonna be like that, then you can just read them out yourself. But it's your job! You're the co-driver! So that's all I am to you, is it? A co-driver? After all the hours we spent hurtling through the romantic countryside. Well, if that's how it's gonna be, I'm getting out. Stop the car! We can't stop now! We're in the middle of a race! Pedragotti's only six minutes behind us! Pedragotti, 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 that's all I hear from you. If you like him so much, why don't you get him to be your co-driver? Come on, stop the car! I'll walk from here. Hail Phineas Caesar! Hail Graxus, what news of the battlefield? My lord, we have sighted the barbarians moving from the northern tree line and advancing upon our position. What are their numbers? My lord, we outnumber them three to one. We also occupy the higher ground. My lord, I suggest we attack now and wipe them from the face of the earth. We'll never get a better opportunity. <sighs> no. My lord? No, I'm not in the mood. But we'll never get a better chance. I'm not dressed for it. My armor's 
just been cleaned, and I have this new horse, and I'm, I'm saving it for a day when I really want to kill some barbarians. But my lord, they're advancing on us. Look, if they're desperate, let them come here. I'm just not going to start something. If they want to start something, let them. As you wish, my lord, but I feel it is a great mistake. Duly noted, Graxus. Now, have you heard about what's going on in the 10th Legion? No. Artemis is out. No. Yep, that mix-up over in Gaul didn't go down well in the Senate, and they've placed Cassius in temporary charge until they appoint a new general. Gods, Artemius must be crushed. Disemboweled, actually. My sides. Components are in place. The doomsday device is ready to go. Yeah, it looks nice. I've been thinking, though, boss. Should we actually use it? What do you mean? It's my life's work to destroy the world. You know this, Igor. I know, Gov. But I think you've spent most of your life working towards it without actually thinking of the implications. How do you mean? What I'm saying is, if you destroy the world... You're kind of going to take us both with it. No, no. Just destroy the world. Yeah, but we are part of the world. Us. This room. Our castle, right? It's all part of the world. If we blow it up, it's all gone. So basically, how I see your life's work is, is that it's actually some grand form of suicide. Oh. I hadn't thought of it quite like that. Well... We'll, we'll make some adjustments. We'll blow up everything other than the castle. Better. Better. How are we going to eat, though? If you blow up everything but the castle, we've only got some frozen chicken and a can of Coke in the fridge. That ain't going to last us too long. No. That, that would be a problem. Maybe I should leave some things intact, like the market, in case we need them. That's good thinking, boss. Uh... Might I suggest we leave the market, uh, the tavern, oh, and that new girls' school they've just finished building. Mm, yes, I think we'll maybe leave England as well in case we want to go back and, of course, my mother's there. And mine. And yours. I think we're going to have to postpone the experiment while I recalibrate the machine. Okay, boss, uh, I'll get dinner on then. We've already got chicken in, you'll have to order a takeaway. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you fancy? I don't know, surprise me. Uh, in that case, I recommend uh, not blowing up the Chinese, the Indian, uh, and the fish and chip shop as well. The 2006 Luxembourg Comedy Symposium was written by David Martin with additional material from Michael Pete and Matthew Hodges. It was performed by David Martin, Michael Pete, and Matthew Hodges with music from Jonathan Martin. For more information, please visit www.aboutblackmedia.com. If you'd like to submit any material to the show, please email bhercules at aboutblankmedia.com. Thank you.